We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 
when I was young that had the strap that went through them and over my snow boots, and I skied in the backyard a few times and got myself a pair of skis and started going out. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to high school and stuff? Cedarburg High School. So you're a bulldog? Yes. I don't know my nieces and nephews' names, and I I know ridiculous things like that, Phil. (laughs) I don't know why that fills my brain, but the mighty bulldogs from from Cedarburg. Owen, let's let's start with you. How how old were you when you started skiing? Uh, I think I skied for my first time when I was like maybe 10 or did, 11. Did you know right away that was something that you might like? Uh, I don't know about that. I thought it was pretty fun, though. You did? Yeah. Scary? Um, no, not really. Where did you go for the first couple? Do you, do you know where you started skiing? Yeah, uh, we have a ski trip that we do. Um, we go up to Ski Brule, and so I learned how to ski up there. Really? Your family does that? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, um, Shay, how about you? Um, well, my parents lived in Vail before I was born, so they skied together and did that. And when we, when they moved out here when I was born, I, they started having me just ski in the backyard when I was about two or three. And I was in the Mogul Mites program at Sunburst. Okay. Um, and when I was about nine, a coach asked me to come to one of the ski racing practices for club there. And I've been ski racing since. Ever since. Do you snowboard as well? I do not, but I've definitely thought about it. <laughs> Owen, how about you? Uh, no, nah, that doesn't really interest me. It doesn't. It, um, Phil, does that surprise you, or is that kind of um, the norm where where people like um, Shay and Owen, who are so into the, the skiing, I mean, Shay may try snowboarding, but Owen, it doesn't interest him. Is that Shay will not try it while she's on the team. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get this tape right now, and, and I'll make sure that that's like her ringtone on her phone. She will not try it while she's on the team. Can I ask why? Just a little bit more injuries. Um, it's a whole different feeling for us. I mean, when, when you're skiing, you're I, I guess you feel that foundation. And when you're on a snowboard, you, you tend to maybe get hurt wrist or something like that. And concussions? Nah, not as much concussions no. out Wait, worry about. I used to do the uh, Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show in this time slot, and um, they took off. They, they they needed to take off six months, and we started doing the U Sports show. It's been two years now, and because of shows like this one, where people will come up to me now for you know for the next six weeks, going, "Thank you for talking about skiing." Nobody talks about skiing, I'm um, cycling, biking, that kind of MMA for youth. That kind of stuff. So we're able to, to shine a light on some of these programs that people don't know exist. And I love that. One of the things that we do um, in the high school football show is there's there's injuries in football and people are really concerned about having their kids play football now. And when I had did the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show, they said, look, snowboarding, I get way more injuries from snowboarding. Most of them are wrists. Mm-hmm. And that's when they fall. They put their hand down, I guess. And they said that there's a lot of those, and we need to be um, conscious of people have to know that that these are there, there's a risk in, in any of these sports that 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 we do. When you're talking about skiing, what what kind of injuries are kids looking at? Ooh, I mean, just bumps and bruises mostly. Bumps and bruises. I mean, maybe a scratch in their chin or something yeah. like that. But typically. I think over the years, Courtney has probably hit more things um, than anyone else on the team has. So. Oh, we're going to talk to Courtney about all that. In fact, we're going to have video of her hitting stuff on. No, I'm only kidding. I, we I think actually I do. <laughs> you do. Um, Owen, for you and, and, and Shay, any fear? Have you have you had any injuries, um, Skin? Uh, 
I mean, I've taken some spills a couple yeah. times that have hurt pretty bad, but no major injuries. Shay, how about you? Um, I've gotten a concussion in the past. Um, that was a long time ago. I'm healed, and it's really just the fear of injuring myself, but I haven't actually had any major injuries in skiing. Do, um, and and you, when, when you talk about your parents skiing at Vail, have you gone there and skied? I skied at Vail for the first time this past fall, but I've gone, I've, I'm really lucky I've gone to have a lot of chances to go out to Colorado and ski. B- big difference, obviously. I mean, totally, th- totally different than, than what you see here in, in not only the, obviously, how, how big you're looking, right? And how <laughs> long you're going to be skiing when you get to the bottom is the snow different is the absolutely it is such better it's such better quality snow because most of the snow here is fake snow that the hills make because it won't stay on the ground here as long as it does there but out there almost all of it is natural snow which is so nice oh and and if if i could say look in the next 10 minutes i'm going to take you to the to the airport and we're going to go anywhere you want to ski in the country where would you go I'd probably say Colorado. Yeah. And you would say the same? I would say Mount Hood, Oregon. So you've got, you even know your dad's <laughs> smiling behind you like you can't believe. He is so proud of you right now for pulling that one out. Um, I, look, these are two. Phil, is this, is this, if I talk to other kids on your team, the passion these two kids have, and these are young adults. These are freshmen in high school that have for this sport. And, and you can tell the love that they have for it. Is that through and through with the kids on, on, in this team, in this club? I, I think so. Over the 15 years, I've really enjoyed the relationship with the parents and the kids. All the kids have been really just excellent young adults coming up here. I mean, they've been respectful. Uh, the parents have been nice and always just giving and, and trying to do whatever they can to make the sport work for Tosa. When I say it's the Wauwatosa ski team, so you is it a co-op between Wauwatosa East and Wauwatosa West? That's why we call it We Ski. We Ski. West right and there. East. And, it, and these kids, you know, normally East and West kids don't get along all that well. You know, there's a rivalry, but not on the ski thing. They're all one team, right? All one team. They're standing there cheering for, you know, their teammates as they, as they jump out of the gate and ready to go and... Um, they're down at the bottom, cheering them on when they get in. So it's a, it's a great team sport. Do you guys compete against other schools? Yes. So who and is it conferences or is it? And, and again, I, I apologize for for me not knowing this stuff. Um, we can but, tell you whatever we want. Yeah, you can. I will believe anything, Phil. I I if you told me you were you won the gold in the Olympics, I'd pro- I'd believe I you. I changed my name from Phil Mayer. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That that name I know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as far as what other teams in this area do you compete against? Uh, pretty much everything around Brookfield East, Central, Arrowhead, uh, Homestead, Slinger, uh, West Dallas has a team. I mean, some of them join together. Some schools will join together because they don't have enough kids um, as well. But uh, boy, it's pretty much all southeastern Wisconsin that we get together. And um, there's DSHA, Marquette, Marquette yeah. West Bend. And where where do you guys is there? Um, do you have a home, uh, home? I guess what nope. a hill, home hill. Yeah, that, that. What's your home hill? Um, our home hill where we always practice is Ausblick. And where is that? Sussex area. Okay, it's a private hill out. And and so if you have a home, is it a meet? No, it is not. So the 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 hills that we race at are Holy Hill, 
Sunburst, Little Switzerland, Alpine Valley. Do you, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite of those? I like Alpine Valley just because they have the nicest lifts and the most area, but I know Sunburst the best. Oh, and you're shaking your head. Same, same? Yeah, Alpine Valley I definitely like more. So I uh, I did pull one result from um, January 3rd, 2019. Didn't know you were coming in, Shay. Congratulations. Uh, first place individual girls varsity. Way to go, Shay. It says right here where I'm reading it. Uh, Owen, you took 10th as a freshman. Well done. So when you Thank guys you. go out, you're welcome. When you guys go out and compete, um, is it how many? First of all, how many teams are? Do you go one one school against the other, or one team against the other, or in each of these, is there six, seven, eight schools? There's between four and six schools at each race. And is there a team that that historically is always the team to beat? I cannot mention that name, <laughs> <laughs> but yes. What uh, what part of town are they on? Western side. I'll, I'll get that during the break. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to have Courtney join us. We're going to change this up a little bit. And uh, we're, we're definitely going to get Owen and Shay back a little bit later in the show because I'm going to ask them a couple of questions like, so far in their their, their skiing career, what's their favorite? What's their best memory of, of skiing for the uh, the Wauwatosa ski team? And you guys are going to give that a thought and on the other side of the break, we'll continue. We're talking about this, the Tosa ski team and for Coach Phil Perrin and a number of people that in studio will do that on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Tosa Ski Team. My favorite, I love when parents come in and they just go, no, I'm not, I'm not coming. To, how dare you put me on the air? Hi, Kate. How are you? Good, thanks. <laughs> Kate's part is like, absolutely not. Kate, first of all, thank you for not thinking I was some weird old guy talking to your son when I saw him in a grocery store. Because you had to go, oh my goodness, what is he doing talking to my boy like that? So thank you for coming in, your willingness to bring Owen in. Um, we're also joined by Courtney Thompson that we talked to about in that first segment with uh, with Phil Parent and Dan Seidner, who is uh, Shay's uh, dad, who was big smile on his face when she talked about where she would go. If I could get her to the airport in 10 minutes, take her anywhere, any ski hill, um, any place to ski in the country. Dan, you, you, let me start with you. Um, you're walking right now with a cane, uh, had second knee replacement, total knee replacement, second one you've had. And when I asked you, you know, because you're a young guy, you said, look, I, had to, I did a lot of impact sports when I was younger. Skiing one of them? Absolutely. Yeah, I started skiing when I was five or six and lived in Colorado for several years, avid skier my whole life, but didn't know anything about ski racing until we came to Wisconsin, ironically. It was, wasn't until one of the coaches, instructors up at Sunburst, uh, saw Shea ski and saw some talent and encouraged her to try and join the, the park ski club uh, that trains out of Sunburst. I've coached basketball for 36 years, and I know when, when there's a proud parent behind a kid that I coach. And, and, and you were standing behind Shay, and when she was talking, you and Kate got to be awfully proud of these are freshmen in high school. These are kids that are 14 years old, right? And the fact that they jumped up in those chairs and 
Kate Owen wanted to get in that chair way more than you did. So, <laughs> but to thank you for coming on, Kate. You're, um, you know, Dan's story is he he skied when he was five. Do you have a similar story? I started skiing when I was six. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not, not a lot throughout my life, but yeah. And and Owen actually started when he was six. Okay, not ten. But, yeah, that's uh, all right. He doesn't remember that. Yeah, he had one lesson and he he just took to it. Right and he away. took to it. Is he yeah. a multi sport athlete? Oh yeah. He. What else does he play? Uh, he played soccer this last semester. Okay. And uh, he's on the Milwaukee Rowing Club. Really? Yeah. They have. The, I know that about Milwaukee Rowing Club. Yeah. The one uh, right down on the river on the on the east side there. Yep. yep. Yeah. I I do a segment for a TV show called Around the Corner with John McGivern. Sure. And we and I talked about the rowing club yeah. there. Yeah, it's Man. a great organization. Is Shea a multi-sport athlete? Uh, played soccer as well and is uh, threatening to play lacrosse. But uh, skiing's really been the, the sport that she's been most avid, avidly pursuing. So she's threatening to play lacrosse. She's threatening to uh, get on a, a snowboard. Yeah, Man, she's threatening a lot. How are her grades? You've got to understand the whole skier-snowboarder thing. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of long-term tension there. So, I don't know that. Yes. So there's some political stuff between these? or You know, we, I'm a fan of both. And, and I should note, there is also uh, high school snowboard racing as well. Uh, you know, at the state uh, championships that take place out in lacrosse, the first day is uh, snowboarding, and then the next two days are skiing. Um, so. Once we go to a break, uh, Coach Phil Perrin would like to talk to you in the hallway, by the way, <laughs> about knowing all this about snowboarding. I, I'm a skier. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm I know, in the but camp. He's, but, he's, uh, you know he's standing right behind you, yeah. right? Okay, I just want you to know that. Courtney Thompson, thank you. Yeah. Um, it's really nice to meet you. Uh, when we talked to Phil, he said, look, this is how it started. Can we talk a little bit about the beginning of, of the, the Tosa ski team? Absolutely. Um, I started racing, I was a little late to the game in sixth grade through Oslick. Uh, it's a club team. And Coach uh, Phil, is that's where I met him. So he became my coach through that club team. And then when we progressed through and I became a freshman in high school, I went to Wauwatosa West. Okay. We didn't have a ski team, and my parents were advocates for the program and thought maybe we should bring it into the Tosa world. So we asked Phil if he would love to come in and work with us, and he gladly accepted and so he became the coach and uh he started with me as a freshman we had a pretty extensive team did a lot you, of did, did you help recruit kids uh, um i did not I, I mean i guess i just by advocating for the sport itself i i got a lot of kids excited but we did a couple of things at open house and a few uh different discussions with families in the area and a lot of the athletes that joined had never raced before so it was more just getting out on the hill trying something new for the first time do you rem- so the difference between just skiing downhill mm-hmm. and racing is is a big difference. Absolutely. Yep. There's all those obstacles, those gates in the way. So you have to really be in control of your skis and you have to be able to kind of anticipate the shifting of the hill and, and be able to make it around all the gates. Do you, do you think the older you get, the more comfortable you get in, in being able to do that? Or is it when you're younger and you have no fear? Yeah. I definitely think I am now far removed from high school ski racing, and I have definitely slowed down and become a little more cautious. As a skier, I was a lot more eager and willing to increase my speed within the gates as a younger, fearless child. Kate, do you go out and watch Owen compete? I do. It's really fun. Do you get nervous for him? No, I don't. You don't? No. And look, again, as a high school basketball coach, we're one team, one dream kind of thing, and you need... Four or five guys. The individual sport—it's a team sport. 
but it's an individual sport, and they root for each other, as Phil talked about. But at the end of the day, they're doing this by themselves, right? Yeah. And so when 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 Owen said, "Hey, I want to join this this team," you you were all for that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it, it, new experience and and it's is yeah. it co-ed guys? It is. It is right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so there there's a girls team and then there's a boys team, but certainly that and. Dan, I, I would think that if I'm a freshman in high school and I'm looking and I ski a little bit, that's not a bad thing to join. Not a bad thing to join. <laughs> you know, and I think it's important to note there are there are kids involved in the racing who come from the clubs who are, you know, skilled racers. But there's a lot of kids out there who are just out, you know, maybe they've skied once or twice and they want to learn more. Everybody is welcome. And the the difference between club racing and high school racing is the team element of it really comes out all all the club racing families we know really love and talk about how much fun it is to do the high school racing because it's it's, so i I don't want people to feel like their child has to have raced previously Mm -hmm. honestly just just having been on skis a few times is enough to get started and they will become a better skier by by going through it how do you and 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 i'm going to ask all three of you this if you have a child that is six seven eight years old and 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 to get them involved in in skiing, first of all, there there is some expense there. There certainly is. But two, it's a fa- it's something you can do as a family. And and three, if they want to get involved in in competing, is is there a step that has to take for them, Dan? To, to, instead of just being u- utilizing this as a fun event, if they want to then compete in it. Is there some sure. things that they need to know? Well, there's an organization called WJR Wisconsin Junior Racing, which is the best place for young kids to start. I believe U8 uh, is the youngest kids racers. So WJ- WJR Wisconsin Junior Racing. Okay. And those are the, the clubs like Osplick and Parks and Holy Hill uh, are all uh, competing uh, through that. And you can get kids out there five, six years old, um, and they have a season of six, seven, eight races, and then um, – the kids who really excel and take it more seriously tend to move up to what's called USSA, which is the feeder program. It's the national program and ultimately, you know, the program that is associated with the U.S. ski team. Are you surprised that, and, and I just looked at one uh, of the individual, the races uh, from, from January 3rd, 2019, where your daughter took first and your son took 10th. Are you, are you guys surprised at the amount of success they're having at such an early age? It's exciting, you know. It, it, you know, for Shay, she had competed in club racing previously, so she had a little more experience coming in. For Owen, I think he's just a great natural skier. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So the upside on that, the the upside for these kids to to be able to even get better is is still there. I mean, neither one. I mean, they're again, they're young adults. When when is there? And Kate, maybe you know this, and Courtney, maybe you know this. When when is that peak? I mean. Do you know in speed skating? I know when it is in basketball. I kind of got an idea. Is there such a thing? And and if they're really good in high school, is there a chance to compete at the next level in college? Honestly, I don't know much about racing. Right. I just know that throughout your life as a skier, you, there's always room for improvement. So I think you can always just improve and take lessons, even to improve your your skills. But as a racer, I, I honestly have no experience with this. This is Owen's first time right. ever doing this. So this is all new to us. Yeah, I would say within w- racing, there's so many things that you can fine tune. 
um, technically wise to make yourself a better skier that then, I mean, after I was done with high school, I no longer raced. I could have pursued something in college. There are many different universities and, and schools that you can race at. However, I just took what I learned through racing in high school and applied it to my own personal skiing. Hey, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked them. Yeah. If I could take you to the airport and you go anywhere, you've, you've already skied Okay. Um, in, in the country or the world, where would you go? I'm a big fan of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. You are? Yes. And actually, my family all just had the opportunity to go, and I was not able to attend, so hopefully next year. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Kate, how about you? I would probably choose Snowmass and Aspen. These are all places that, I mean, I've heard of, but certainly have never. How about you? Big Sky, Montana. Really? Yeah. What about Big Sky, Montana for you? It, is, it's a, it's a, one of the biggest ski hills in the country and just very few lift lines and just exceptionally good skiing out there. And I've skied, you know, I lived in Colorado for years. I've right. skied most of Colorado. And what made Utah. you come to Milwaukee? If I can ask. Just love Wisconsin. Really? Love Wisconsin. No, uh, Shay's mom uh, was from Wisconsin and we decided to make the move. She, are you a Packer fan? Or? I am a Packer fan. Packer. I'm originally from Nebraska, so I did not have a pro team to cheer for. Might as well Easy cheer. to cheer for the Packers. Hey, so when I was a junior in high school, three or four of my buddies um, said, hey, what are you doing tonight? I said, nothing. They said, you want to go skiing? I said, no, huh? They go, no, you'd be No, you should try it. So we went to little Switzerland, and they put the skis on me and took me to the bunny hill, and they pushed and said, go. And I made it all the way down. They said, you're a natural. Let's go. <laughs> Nobody taught me how to stop. Nobody yeah. taught me how to steer, <laughs> no, nothing. And we started going down, and I veered off, and there were things called moguls. Mm -hmm. yep. that I, and I stayed at my feet, and I was going to where um, all the people were sitting out having cocktails and stuff like that and soda, and I had to yell, look out, and I made myself fall on purpose and slid onto this deck. And all of a sudden, a girl goes, hey, Mike McGivern. I looked up. It was my cousin, Susie, who was a big skier, and she's never let me forget this, ever. And the first and only time I went skiing because no, and nobody ever said, here's how you stop. Here's how you steer. These guys thought it'd be funny to say, look, it's, you're a natural. You're perfect. Come on. And then they laughed as I did all that. And then I fell off the chairlift, which is not... Oh. Why are you That's laughing, Courtney? It's, Why are you laughing, Courtney Thompson? Yeah, it's kind of a rite of passage. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Well, yeah. That and then I said, forget it. And I went and sat on that deck with all the other people okay. and had a soda. And hey, guys, let's get to a break. We're going to continue to talk. I love this story because again, it's a, it is a team and a sport that I don't know much about, but I'm getting to know it. And and I'm going to ask these guys. I'm going to keep these three. I think well, we'll figure this out during the break. But I want to know if this is a lot of family type stuff mom and dad skied so daughter skiing mom and dad skied so the son skiing do, do and i'll ask phil this later in the show are there kids that just start skiing on their own their first generation skiers and do they get to the point that they join join the tosa ski team as well let's get to a break if we can um this is the uh youth sports show on sports radio 105.7 fm the fan Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern talking Tosa Ski Team. I've asked uh, Owen Spar and Chase uh, Seidner to join us, rejoin us. And, and Courtney Thompson, I wanted to, to have her stay with us. 
because I want her to understand, and, and I think Phil will, would agree with me, Phil Perry, the coach, that if it wasn't for you mm-hmm. and your family, these guys might not be doing this. And I wanted to thank you for that yeah. because of the love that, that Owen and Shane, I'm sure that everybody on that Tosa ski team, the memories that they have, not only as a team, but as an individual athlete, student athlete, um, it comes back to you guys making you know, that reach out to Phil and saying, come on, let's get Wauwatosa involved yeah. with this. Do you look back at that and go, man, we've affected a lot of kids? Yeah, it's actually kind of exciting now to know that Phil has been on here for, what, 15 years as a coach, to know that the program is still going uh, is pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hey, Owen, when when, uh, when I put you guys to the couch, I said, hey, your favorite memory so far, you got a lot of skiing to do the rest of your life, and I understand that. Um, but favorite memories so far of being part of the Tosa ski team, what would it be? Uh, it was probably either my first race or the JV conference. It was just a lot of fun. How'd you guys do in the JV? How'd you do? Um, I don't remember how I did. I was I was pretty happy with my times, but um, I don't think I placed or anything. Like no, that. but you had fun doing it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Shay, how about you? Um, probably state. State was a really fun time out in lacrosse. Um, there were about 150 girls in my age group, and it was just a super positive environment and a really fun race. How'd you do? Um, I placed 27th overall and fifth place for all freshmen. I'm hoping to lower that if, in the rest of my high school career. Do, do you know that the, the? Do you know who the number one, two, three, and four are? They girls from this area? Or are they from outside the state? Um. They all are from this area. My, The first one was Maddie Wainer, who is a personal friend of mine, and she is a really amazing athlete. Where does she go to school? Um, She... But she's from this area? She goes to Port Washington. Okay. She, she races for the West Bend ski team, um, but her club team is Ausblick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're friends of... Do, do you ever call... Do, how often do you guys just call friends and say, hey, do you want to... You want to go skiing this weekend and just ski to go have fun. Do you do that? No. <laughs> yeah. Owen, do you? Uh, no, I do. Well, we've done a couple a couple trips with uh, with family. We'll just go to different hills up north and ski Here, for a weekend. Here's something. the reason I ask you guys this: when I had the, um, the, the there is a such a thing as a high school mountain biking mm-hmm. competition. I didn't mm-hmm. know that either. And these kids that were on this team, they're like, yeah. Like a Sunday, I'll just call a couple of guys and go, you guys want to go? And they just, they're not competing, they're just going. And so I'm, I wonder with you if you do that or when you when you get to a hill, are you thinking about, okay, I'm going to get better, to I'm going to do this today because I'm going to get better for when I race? I definitely do that, but I think that I can still have a lot of fun while doing that. Um I wish I could go out and just ski more. I think Owen and I definitely tried to go out and not race. There's yeah. really so little time because mm-hmm. um, high school season, big commitment, but club season, it's like three nights a week. Me and my dad usually um, are driving up to the UP of Michigan on the weekends to race, so there's not a lot of time mm-hmm. to... You're shaking yeah, your head. I'm going to say the season itself is pretty short, but it's jam-packed full of races and practices and if you're in club and high school there's little opportunity for the free skiing but you find ways to kind of intermix it when you're in the middle of a a race and things like that how much commitment is it um and what club do you race for i race for parks um which is based out of sunburst okay i just race for the ski team i don't 
And then I actually coach for Osbuck. You do? No, yep. Man, so a lot of this this thing gets in your blood. It's hard to get it out, right? (laughs) Be careful. I've coached basketball 36 years. This is it for me. Last year. Cut down the nets. Won a state championship up in Madison at Martin Luther. And uh, I don't know many people that get to walk away after that, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Tell me about how much the time commitment when you talk about um, with your club. How, how many days a week? Um, practice is three nights a week, and races are both Saturday and Sunday, sometimes Friday also. Um, so my attendance record is not very pretty. That's okay. Can you tell me about a, a typical practice for your club? Um, how many? What are you working on? Look, I know I know what a typical practice is for a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a typical practice would be, and I could ask Phil this, and I will in the in the last segment. But typical practice for you at the club level, what what is that? What is that like? Um, at the beginning of practice, it's really about getting your skis back under you and just working on drills, working on your basics, and then um, as the night goes along and practice goes along, we'll work our way into gates. Sometimes doing drills in the gates or just running them. And working on our times and working on our techniques. Similar to a, a practice for, for you guys, Owen? Um, well, for high school, we just uh, we just set a course and run it a couple times. <laughs> Courtney's <laughs> giggling here. Yeah, I saw Phil shaking his head. No, that's not how we run it. So. No? Yeah, um, how, we do some drills sometimes. How yeah. about a typical practice for where you're coaching? It's very similar to Shay's. Uh, we start off with some free skis just to kind of get yourself accustomed to the new snow. It changes almost nightly. Um, skills and drills to kind of practice some techniques, and then we apply them in the gates. How many kids are in your um, in, where you teach, where you coach? Oh, we have uh, a bunch actually. I, I run the U twelve and under program, and within there we have about seventy five athletes wow. with U eight. Um, I would say we're about twenty. So and kids from kids. from all over. From all over. Yep. At any any age level five up all the way through high school is in the club team and from all areas. Do kids at that age five six do they have to have the basic knowledge of skiing or do they have to be ab- above that to be able to join a club like that? They have basic knowledge. They need to know how to kind of get on and off the chairlift on their own due to the fact that when we're running courses and gates, they need to be able to do that independently. Um, and then from there, we're just fine tuning, getting down the hill and starting to hone in on some of those racing skills. Ah. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is uh, there's a lot more to this. What do you guys do to get better in the off season? Um, Owen, do you do you do anything in the off season? Shay, do you do anything in the off season where you're trying to? Are you, are you in the weight room? Do you are you lifting? Are you that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, I spend a lot, a fair amount of time in the weight room, um, and just doing cardio and different exercises. A lot of it working on my balance, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Owen, not so much. Uh, well, I'm in rowing, so you're getting stronger then. Yeah, in in winter season, it kind of overlapped with skiing. So, hey, yeah. Courtney, what 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 do you have to see? What makes Shay so good? What makes Owen so mm-hmm. good at this? Is there is there? Look, I know in baseball, eye hand coordination is really important, yep. right? Basketball, if I've got somebody that's got good hands and can defend a little bit and good feet, I can work with them. What in skiing, what, what, what do they need to have? I think, honestly, it, it's an excitement for the sport. And if you are willing to put in the time and effort to better yourself, then 
you're going to be an amazing athlete and, and progress. Um, balance, like Shay had mentioned, is extremely important within skiing. Knowing and understanding your body all the way down from the bottoms of your feet up to the shoulder levels. Um, so just kind of understanding that feeling as well. Ankles have to be Yep. Yep. There's, Strong, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And fear. They they can't have much fear. No, you have to kind of be confident in yourself and your knowledge of the hill and the course, and know that if you fall, which happens often with racers, right, it's gonna be well, okay. What's interesting is I would think that every four years, that your sport gets like a lot more people. The Olympics mm-hmm. do a great job, I think, of covering winter sports, mm-hmm. and I never watch figure skating, but four years. <laughs> I never watch. I don't, mm-hmm. uh, except every four years, and then it's like this is really cool. I've never seen a race in person. Yeah. I, I I would hope that Phil is going to invite me since we've become really good friends here, um, <laughs> that I'll be able to go with yeah. him and and see a race. But I don't know. It's it, do they race side by side? Is it one at a time and it's all timed? So depending on the focus, it's slalom, GS. That's what we run typically here in this area. We, we don't have room for a super giant slalom, super G, which needs more length of a hill. Um, and you're running uh, one at a time. Typically, you the races can range anywhere from 18 seconds to about 30 seconds down on a, a course. And they stagger. So you do might have two athletes on a course at the same time, but you're halfway down at that point. And do they race, and I'll ask you guys this, when you race club in high school, is it the same? Do you get, how many shots do you get at it? Um, Well, you have two runs makes one race. Okay. And then it's usually one race per race day. Um, And it's, like she said, it's the different events. So sometimes we'll run slalom, which is the individual pole, or we'll run GS, which is the two with the flag in between and making bigger turns. What did you? Is there one of those that you like better? Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I'm a GS racer for sure. You are. Yep. I even super G. We don't get to do it um for high school racing except for at state. But um, I like to go fast. I like the faster events. Owen, how about you? Yeah, giant slalom is. There's no. Were you like that as well? I'm, I'm slalom. Okay. All the way. Yep. Man. <laughs> Look at all I'm learning. Let's get back to this lacrosse thing that you're threatening. <laughs> no, I'm not going to put you out. I won't. Shay, Owen, uh, Courtney, thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you guys uh, to the couch. I really appreciate it. It's nice to meet you. Look yep. at what you've done. Yeah. Look at what you've done. Awesome. You should be proud of this. Yeah. You really should. And, and I like stories like that. And I appreciate Phil bringing you in yeah. for us to be able to say thank I you. And, and guess what? Owen and Shay say thank you as well. Because, again, if it wasn't for what you guys and your family did, you know, this might not be happening. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Coach Phil Perrin's coming back. We're going to ask him where he'd go if he could go skiing. You know, I never said all over the world, but all of a sudden he wants to go to Switzerland. I'm not paying for that thing. <laughs> this is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan and Mike McGivern. We're talking Tosa Ski Team. It's been a fun show. I didn't know it was going to be. You brought all fun people. I, our you whole hang, team is fun people. You hang out with fun people, Phil. That's awesome. Coach Phil Perry is joining us. Um, and I've asked uh, Kate and Dan, parents, to, to join us for this, this last segment. Phil, what's the cost to have the kids in? And, and Kate and I talked during the break about 
the you know the equipment costs and things like that and i wanted to talk to her about that but the cost to have kids join the tosa ski team is what uh, i think our kate would these guys would be able to answer better than i do i don't Dan, 400 400 bucks for the year that's yeah and that's all in for lift tickets coaching time time out at osplick all of it 400 hours into the races everything yeah that's that's pretty good. It's you know skiing's an expensive sport, but uh, they they've done a great job at the high school level of keeping it more affordable. I can't speak for other high schools, but that's right. what it is in Tosa. That's awesome, Kate. We talked during the break, and I and I said, is it an expensive sport to be in part of? And he said, look, we we can rent really nice equipment for Owen, um, and it was three hundred dollars for the year. I think you said right for the season. For yes, the season. Mm-hmm. And so it can be done. It. Look, not everybody is going to be able to go to Vail and go out to places that you guys talk about. But if there are kids that want to try this and get involved with it, that seems really doable to me. Do you guys do any fundraising or any of that stuff? That it's just so inexpensive that probably not, right? There have our particular team hasn't done a, a lot of it, but uh, you know, obviously, it's something that can be done. Right? And, uh, you know, it's. It, Again, the sport of skiing is not an inexpensive sport, but it's something if you can get started into and try. Uh, right. You know, this is a chance for kids to really give a shot at it. And then uh, from that, decide if you want them. You know, and, and I I bought a lot of ski equipment over the years, and I would not I – would, I would encourage them to do exactly what Kate did, to rent the equipment initially for the kids. Don't – if don't your child it. hasn't been racing, rent the equipment. That's right. the way to start. Um. Th- Phil, you have to have parents like like Kate and like Dan that are willing because these kids don't they, they don't drive yet. So to get them to practice, to get them to the races, to get them, they've got to be pretty invested as well. Yeah, I think that's the one I guess nice thing about Tosa Ski Team is that we are not actually sanctioned by the school. So kids can drive themselves out to the races and the practices by themselves. They don't have to be on a school bus, they don't have to be this. But these kids can't. These freshmen. These freshmen can't, but they can either the parents drive them or they catch a ride with some friends from school. And friends that are on 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 the on team. The team yeah. Dan, do you go out and watch her? Her? Okay. Yes. And are you and quiet? Again, with Shay and I, we're involved in in club racing, and and you know her mom is taking her out to practices. Her mom's taking her to races too, and you know honestly, that's one of the things that I think is best about this sport. When you put a kid on a baseball or football team, they kind of go off with the team. With skiing, there's a lot of time just getting the kid to and from the hill and then being out there with them between races and things. It's it's kind of a fun connection you have with your child. If I had shade of the microphone and I said to her, what's it like after a race going home with your dad, what would she say? Uh, you know, we... There are times when I just stop talking. That's the first time you've yeah. hesitated and yeah. mumbled on this show yes. for the hour here, Dad. It, you know, you... The, the the part about ski racing that people don't really appreciate, you know, when you play a football game or a basketball game, you have lots of opportunities to perform. Ski racing is all about you have, you know, these two races. And, and if you miss a gate in your first race, you know, you're disqualified and you don't even get to make your second run. It's a little different for high school racing and, and others, but it, you have to perform. And so that's I think that is another really great thing for a young person to experience that, you know, you prepare, you prepare, you prepare, and then time comes, you got to go. Hey, you Phil, make it happen. do you talk about that as far as in, 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 look, I know what kids for the most part are thinking 
half hour before game time when it comes to basketball, depending on who we're playing. 15 minutes before game time, again, depending on who we're playing. Their mindset was totally different in the state final game against Waupun than it is in a conference game, you know, somewhere down near Kenosha at, you know, on a Tuesday night in the middle of February. I know their mindset is different. This is a whole different animal. Like, they have to be mentally prepared for that 30 seconds or however long it is. How do you talk about being mentally prepared for for as soon as that as soon as you're ready to go and how far is it 10 minutes before is it an hour before is it all muscle memory that you don't have to talk to them about their mindset no so our typical race night we will be a half hour before the race starts so if the race starts at 6 at 5:30 we can go slip the course okay so we'll go out there and we'll slip the course and we can see what's going on and we can look at see how where the turns are, is there a head wall coming down that they need to be prepared for? So we talk about that, point things out. Maybe there's a little uphill that they have to be careful of. Um, and, again, it's looking at the skiers. Some of them are paying attention and looking for coaching, and some are looking at the people going up the chairlift. Does the – does the you know, all student-athletes seem to be the yeah, same. same so we still um, have do, do, uh, Does the – if if you race at one hill on a, on a one week and you come back to that hill the next week, does it it changes? It'll change. It'll change between the first and second race. It will. Yes. It will. That's very interesting. Um, if you can get to the conference call or conference room here, because all the players are over there. Sorry about that. Hey, buddy. Hey, there you go. Um, so it it does change, Kate. When you go to uh, to watch Owen, the conversations that you guys have on the way home. Is it? Do you think it's similar to what Dan and Shay talk about, or is it? Uh, we're a little, you know, he's in it to have fun, um, and we usually have some good conversations afterwards. He's had a good season. Yeah, there was just one time where he he missed a gate, so he defaulted or whatever yeah. it's called, and uh, that that wasn't a fun drive home. No, he was pretty mad at himself. Would, and would <laughs> would that be? And and Dan, I'm gonna ask you this: Would that be? Um, just not being focused, or did he miss the miss a gate? Are those missed be, for various reasons? All kinds of reasons. You know, it, it, what Phil was talking about earlier about they slip the course, they look at the course, and they make you know st- strategic decisions about how they're going to run it. And uh, sometimes that plan works, and sometimes that plan doesn't. Uh, right. But the i the the concept of looking at the course, visualizing how you're going to run it, and then just getting yourself aggressive and go. And and sometimes you know you'll just miss a gate. Sometimes you'll you'll fall, or sometimes you get your you know part of it is controlling speed. Sometimes you go too fast uh, early on in the course, and then you're not able to control yourself through the gate. So there's a lot of a lot of different things you're trying to control at one time. What's your hope for for Shay? To be a fabulous young lady, yeah, so, and and yeah. to to fall in love with with skiing, yeah, and I mean, stay away we, from lacrosse and snowboarding. <laughs> hey, we, sports of all kinds, but yeah, to be a lifelong skier—that's certainly the hope. Yeah, same thing for Owen. Absolutely, to have a lot of fun. Hey, thank you. You know what? Thank you for letting me talk to your son at the grocery store and giving him my business card, and for him to to get this over. Uh, to Phil and say, hey, look, this guy, some goofy guy on the radio wants to talk to us. I really do appreciate, Kate, you guys coming in. You're, uh, Phil, uh, if you could go anywhere in the country that you've skied already. <laughs> you ask me that. Yeah, where, where would you go? Uh, I am I mean, I've been to Snowboard and Alta, had awesome snow there. But if I can expand it just a sure. little bit, I would love to do helicopter skiing. 
You would. Yes. That's going to cost you. It's going to cost him. He's taking me. Yeah. You know what? If I can find a sponsor, I'll I'll stay in the helicopter. Trust me. I am not. I can't do little Switzerland. And you, and what are you laughing at? No, I'm just kidding. There's nobody. Kidding. There's nobody out there that will you can herd in helicopter skiing other than yourself. So. Well, and a boy my size starts going down the hill, it's tough to stop me. I, I got to be honest with you. Hey, thank you. It's really nice to meet you. Thank you. You know what? These are wonderful young student athletes that you brought in here. And uh, I love the fact that they're so comfortable and they love the sport so much. Really good. Nice job. And Courtney Thompson should be so happy with where this program has gone. And thank you for bringing her in. Yep. Guys, thanks for listening. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.